I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. good to go all right everybody uh this is going to be a smaller podcast probably uh there's just not a lot to talk about and we kind of don't want to burn through topics uh that maybe we're not super prepared for or ones that uh we think could be better with a guest later on so uh apologies in advance because this probably is going to be a bit of a smaller podcast but that being said let's just uh go ahead and get started with the comments so Starting with, uh, or starting with, I almost said starting with the YouTube comments, and then I realized that we have no Reddit comments. Feels bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arteris says, thank you for making a podcast even after the whole Reddit incident. Since we already have Nayashi opinions on Maywall, why not bring in Shaky Bay in for Musa opinions? <laughs> EXT. JK, keep up the good work. And then he threw in an uwu at the end. I, yeah, that needs no response. I actually don't know much about Shaky Bay. Is there a meme here I'm missing? Shaky Bay! There's a lot to say about Shaky Bay. Um, he is a very controversial member in the community. I actually think I would like to have him on, despite me not liking him as a person. But I would like to have him on just to ask him about like, how how his experience in BDO has been as, like, one of the most, like, notorious members in the BDO community. Because there's, like, a lot of people that legitimately hate him. But, anyway. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the love, artist. Um, Alex Martin says, nice, thanks for the info with, uh, WRT. I don't know, does that stand for something? WRT. WRT. With regard training i don't know I'm with not... regards to the commentary oh maybe maybe i don't know uh thanks for the info and i'm just gonna say and the commentary i don't know <laughs> appreciate it alex uh sorry about that uh stroke you had in the middle of that sentence uh sunny bloop says heard about the whole reddit debacle uh etc etc it's always nice to hear other people's opinions on the game, especially game balance. While I often disagree with a few of your personal opinions, it's still interesting to hear other viewpoints on certain topics. Would love to hear your opinions on lawn. Also, the state of pre-awakening skills right now. Do they still need buffing? Are they better than before? Uh, P.S. Seriously enjoyed this one, especially the fights at the end. Would be awesome to see more of that content, actually, maybe with commentary on your thought processes during the fight. Uh, so, yeah. Uh... We appreciate the the love. Uh, as far as the disagreements, uh, I actually am really happy whenever people uh, have disagreements, as long as it's civil. Um, I like discussing things, and I, I like arguing a point, uh, but people have to remain civil. It's when people can't remain civil that I really don't enjoy that kind of stuff. I think, Frosty, you're kind of the same way. I like when they're not civil. <laughs> I, 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 I feed off the salt. Um, also regarding the land, yeah, we got to talk about it. I have some thoughts, but I want to, uh, I'd probably want to bring on someone that's a little bit more, 
an expert on it, and then we can have a discussion. Um, to answer the pre-awakened question, actually, that's a good question, Wrestler. What are your thoughts on that? The state of the pre-awakened skills and if they need changing or buffs or whatever. Because uh, I, I actually think a lot of the classes' pre-awakened skills are in a cool place, but there's some that definitely need some changing. I think Musa and Maywa in particular in particular, like their pre-awakening is pretty meh for the most part. They have a couple utility skills and CCs, and like Red Moon is obviously great, Dragon Bite, but like a lot of other classes, Ninja Kuno, Striker, Mystic have way more stuff you can use in pre-awakening. Like Sork sits in pre-awakening, so. Right. Yeah, there's definitely classes that can have it buffed. I also wish they would. I wish they would go through and update the animations on pre-awakened skills. The awakened skills look so much nicer these days. And I wish they would just go through without actually changing the skill, just kind of update their animations a little bit. A lot of yeah. it on some of them, that, actually. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, it would be nice if they fixed um, Predatory Hunt to where... Like, you don't just randomly float in the air forever whenever people attack you while you're using it. Because then it actually might get used more than once in every day. <laughs> um, the comment about uh, commentary on thought process during the fights. Uh, first of all, I'm glad you enjoyed the fights. Um, for anyone who wasn't watching the YouTube video on the last podcast, you probably just got... Like a solid like ten minutes of uh, music playing towards the end, but not actually at the end. Uh, that was like that was uh, fights between me and Nayashe. I thought that was obvious, but apparently it wasn't. Someone in Discord was uh, asking about it, so I'll try and do a better job next time about making sure people know uh, if there's something that you if there's something going on in the podcast that you need to be watching to understand. <clears throat> um, commentary thought process during the fights. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> my my thought process in the middle of a fight is usually just how can I grapple this person? Uh, he's an ape. It's just kind of how Zerker works. He's an ape. He saw a skill. He recognized that it was a skill, and he pressed E. <laughs> um. Austin Lasseter says, I think it, it might be nice to see a Node War or RBF instead of you grinding Manstroms every time. Listen, I got it, alright? I'm gonna record tonight's Node War and whatever subsequent RBFs we do afterwards, and that's gonna go in the background of this video. So, deal with that. Um, Piotr says, I know Frosty doesn't really know me, but Wrestler knows how much I love Archer. I know a few other diehard Archers if you want people to go over the class with you. Chad Archer class is best class. Also, helmet is called Seahorse Diving Hat. Yes. Uh, last thing, Reslar Deer, please stop sitting for minutes while you have a loot scroll going. It's making my OCD freak out. Get that bread. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I actually I, I can't watch the YouTube video if I'm trying to listen back from mistakes. Because I, I see those little coins in your buff bar and I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> uh... Well, we have so many of them now. It's like, whatever. I know, it's kind of true. Uh, regards to archery, like, yeah, we'll we'll look into it. Um, yeah, I want to. I definitely want to get people that are good at archer and ranger. I actually would love to have, like, some sort of archer-ranger debate 
between a good archer and a good ranger because I think um, I don't know. There's a little bit of vitriol there. Yeah, we gotta find a ranger who hates archer and mm -hmm. an archer who hates ranger and yeah. get them both in here at the same time and just have them duke it out. Exactly. <laughs> um, I I do. I'll say this about archer. I know strikers and mystics. It's the one class that. Well, aside from ninja and one v one, but even in large scale, a lot of mystics and strikers complain about archer, like geared archers. That is, it's once you hit like two seventy something AP on archer, that class becomes actually insane. <laughs> You're saying archer starts getting really good around two seventy three. I mean, <laughs> there's in my opinion an archer like. You fight Scapegoaty dude, he's got like 280-something AP on his archer, like 286, I'm pretty sure, somewhere around there, 286, 288. Like, he legitimately just like four-shots me, just like a mile away, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's just like, it's so crazy. That that class is one of, if not the most oppressive class at insane amounts of AP. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... It's it's harder to fight against on Sork now without the Dark Flame having Frontal Guard every time you use it, but uh, I still feel okay against them. Like, good ones, it's a good fight. Against bad ones, it's, like, it's sad because they just get hit by Dream of Doom. <laughs> uh, Lost Souls says, Now Ninja Black Spirit Rage are useful now besides absorbing it. Yeah. Isn't the uh, Katana Shower their 50% that's really, really good? It's pretty good. I still don't know if they would use it over absorption though, because it does a little bit more damage and knock or floats now. But man, for fifty percent, you know, it's kinda hard to it's not like a wizard or witch where you can dive into a group and use it. Maybe you can if you're, you're right. super geared, I, I don't know. Uh Charles Arum says play Musa if you want to be given kills. Granted I've never played Maywa, but I've main Musa since it came out. And I can't think of a time when I thought these kills are just being handed out. But I'm probably just a salty Musa. He's referring um, to Nayashi's comment. Yeah, I think... I mean, it was probably a little bit of an exaggeration, right? I, I don't think, like, Musa's just being handed out kills. You've, you're earning your kills, man. Don't be offended. <laughs> um... Nitrack? Nitrack says, uh, oh, I skipped one actually. Hold that thought. Adam Punton says, you don't explain why now I got to stop the video to find out about the Reddit beef good old Streisand effect. Uh, I don't explain the Reddit stuff because I don't want to. I just kind of want to put it behind us and we'll just keep on moving forward. That would be preferable. Um, Nitrack says, yikes, all those Zerka grabs turning into self stuns. Yes, welcome to my life as a Zerker with some of the worst internet in existence. <laughs> uh, the Shepherd 112 says, what is your opinion on the new upcoming weapons that KR received, Black Star weapons to be exact? How will it and its sub-weapon and Awakening weapon counterparts affect the meta? Do you like or dislike new weapons that make prior enhancements pointless? That is one of our topics today. Um, however, it's not the first topic, but we will get to it later today. Um, to briefly touch on it, uh, I think it just makes sense. Yeah, I, I also don't agree that. I mean, in a vacuum with your question, 
like making old weapons obsolete. I don't like that, but I don't. I don't think this weapon does that because of its difficulty to obtain and difficulty to get to a high level. Yeah, but we'll go more in depth with that uh, here in a bit. But first thing we want to talk about, uh, Frosty, you wanted to talk about the BSL. It's back, or it's coming back, rather. Yeah, I. This is like one of the things I love about BDO is that it's a fighting game, kind of at its core. And for a long time, like, any of these tournaments are always riddled with the, well, blah, 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 person is gear carried, and this person's not. So, um, BSL, the Black Spirit League, with uh, Dr. Positive and Good Vibes Guy are now doing a trial character only Black Spirit League. And it's going to be, I think, overall 12 weeks long, but the first portion is just 1v1s, and it's four weeks long, starting next Friday. I don't know if the second set of signups are full. The first 64-man bracket filled up. The second bracket might still need some people, but I'm really excited to see if like new names come out of this tournament, like people that you yeah. haven't seen before, people that just don't grind as much or whatever and spend a lot of time in battle arena. Like I have a like a person I have in mind. This guy Kenner who plays Kuno is like super super good, but he's always had pretty garbage gear. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited, it, dude. I, I love Black Spirit League like a lot. Like I enjoy when it's on. I enjoy their commentary. I, I I've always been a fan, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, and the trial character thing. I mean, we talked about when the trial characters came out. We mentioned that like now you can do tournaments with trial characters and have equalized gear, which is awesome. Um, but there is a downside that we need to talk about, or at least I feel we need to talk about. What's that? There, they're allowing DP builds. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, whenever you have a trial character, you go and buy the quote-unquote uh, Arsha box, I believe it's called. And the Arsha box contains several different main hands, um, off hands, uh, armor pieces, accessories, things like that. Um, well, it's all like the same item, but it's different versions. So say you have a... Um, <clears throat> You have a necklace, for instance. Like, one necklace will say AP, and it is basically a tri-ogre. Because if you put on all of the AP gear, uh, then you will have basically soft cap gear. So, uh, the AP will be, like, essentially a tri-ogre. Uh, then there'll be another necklace that is, like, uh, damage reduction or something, right? And that's the equivalent of, like, I don't know, fucking Ted Benchos or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is, because I haven't paid that much attention to it, but... There's different variants of gear. And so what you can do is you can slap on all of the, like, damage reduction slash uh, evasion gear. And basically what you will have is a trial character with, like, 150 AP and, like, 450 DP. Which, obviously, at, at like, you know, 400 DP is, like, unkillable. You know, that's very hard to kill as one person whose maximum amount of AP you could possibly have because of the trial character gear is 253. Uh, very hard to kill someone with that much DP. I don't think it's actually 400. I think it's like 370-something, but yeah. either way, that's a lot of DP. It's a lot. And uh, I think everyone was kind of hoping that the BSL would say no DP builds because um, having DP builds in the tournament will make it kind of cancer if somebody decides to be kind of troll about it and you know make a fight go on for max duration just to not really have much happen just to have the fight end with whoever has the most hp at the end of the round like that's very boring and that's very uh 
Like, that takes way more time uh, as a whole in the tournament. So, uh, that part specifically is a little disappointing. Was kind of hoping they would not allow DP builds, but it's their tournament. They can run it how they like. Yeah, this one, like, uh, well, I, I kind of wish there was a rule for no DP, but on the other hand, I understand how difficult it is to enforce that. I mean, I, I don't even know how you would, really, in the middle of the yeah. match. Like, they could just have DP on. But um, maybe if there was some stat thing in the Arena of Arsha that you can see their AP and DP on everyone, like even spectators could see, that would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that part's going to be interesting, because uh, when, the, when the time runs out in a round, it's whoever has the least amount of HP loses the round, so... If you're better than your opponent, I guess just try to keep chipping away and staying alive as long as you can until the timer runs out. But yeah, hopefully too many people don't play that style. Um, I think a lot of people are going to do some sort of hybrid build though, right? Like a little bit Probably. less AP, especially ninjas, maybe Sork. <clears throat> Around like 2.30. I know there's like, there's like offhands and necklaces and stuff called like balanced, which is like so it won't necessarily be like 25 AP. It'll be like, uh, it'll basically be like a, uh, a, uh, Cecil's, you know? So like, instead of a Triogre, it'll be like a Tri-Cecil's. Right. So it'll sacrifice a little bit of your AP for some DP, you know, some evasion or whatever else. And I'm pre I'm sure you're right. We're probably going to see a lot of people running like hybrid builds instead of just the flat AP. Yeah. There will be someone out there. I, I just feel bad. I feel bad for the witch that chose to go with the 253 main hand, 255 awakening, and then they're against the 386 DP mystic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be rough. Um, but that all having been said, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm signed up for the second two weeks. Who knows? I'll, I'll probably do like shit. I get too nervous when I fight in tournament style stuff like that, but <laughs> I'm excited to watch it and, and follow it. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. The 2v2 and 3v3 one will be cool too, but it's it's going to be nice to see some the finals. Because I, I doubt in the finals people will be doing DP memes, right? Or like the final four. That would be sad. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's so hard to, to just call like this early on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the, uh, it starts next Friday. I, I believe the stream goes next Friday and Saturday, and it's happening every week for four straight weeks. And then I think they'll announce the 2v2 and 3v3 tournament signups. So yeah, if there is still spots, uh, go sign up if you haven't yet. Um, there's a wait list too, so just put your name on there if you didn't hear about it in time. We'll we'll yep. likely be covering the results every week because I enjoy that stuff. So And keep an eye on the uh, 2v2 portion because you might see, possibly, you might see two of your favorite uh, podcast hosts doing that, that portion. Tim, Maybe. Tim Allen and Tim Allen and McCann's <laughs> Tim Allen and Lakari, dude are signed up together <laughs> so yeah BSL super excited uh, we should have clarified at the very beginning I just realized that stands for Black Spirit League Yes. for anybody who's not in the loop on that uh, PvP tournament community hosted good vibes guy and Dr. Positive uh, kind of do everything super chill people super nice guys yeah um and we might have some more news about it uh, regarding the 1v1 stuff next week. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, BSL, super excited. Always glad to see um, 
more avenues of PvP, personally. Yeah. Uh, like, more PvP in general. Always super excited to see. And there's Pearl prizes, and they're accepting donations. I think Kakao is sponsoring it, or Pearl Abyss or something. So I think the base prize pool for each tournament is 200,000 Pearls. So And it'll go up from there based on donations. So yeah, yep. cool stuff. And they do have, uh, the BSL does have their own Discord called uh, BDO Esports. So if you guys want to know more about the BSL or, you know, how to sign up or how to know what's going on, you guys can join their uh, their community Discord and they have all the stuff there laid out for you. Um, Moving on, Black Star, Black Star Weapon. What does it mean for the game? Well, what is it, first of all? And then what does it mean for the game? And we can assume that there's more coming down the road that will be very similar function. How do we feel about that, Frosty? Um. All right, so let me pull up the exact... I'm looking at the Black Star, but I also... Let me pull up the notes that explain how to get it real quick. I should have done Yeah, because isn't it kind of, of a pain to get? I believe so. I don't... It's like you have to do a bunch of quests or something, I think. Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, I think everyone wants to hear about the pitch black abyssal weapon, dude, which is the upgraded version of the abyssal weapon. So good. Uh, okay. New meta. So I guess Black Star and Star Grave is kind of they're one and the same. Star Grave is the new area. Um, it's located northwest of Calfion. I'm ninety five percent sure now that it is not Ordalita. It's actually separate because in the black spirit card game thing that they're doing for the anniversary you can get there's screenshots of Ordolita in the some of those cards and they look nothing like this but who knows i could be wrong they could have changed it and just darkened everything but i'm pretty sure it's separate anyway there's a new area um it has quote extremely powerful monsters and it's covered in thick fog um there's knowledge, new NPCs, um, you don't get any diseases there, so there's no um, desert debuff kind of thing. Uh, when unstable star debris in the star grave are destroyed, the monsters nearby will lose consciousness or die immediately due to reverse flow of mana, which we all know what that means. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course reverse flow of mana. Got mm -hmm. it. Standard, standard black, black desert stuff. Uh, the recommended AP is 260. Uh, the remains of corruption will decrease the character's DP, so it must be killed fast. And Apostle of Vice will absorb the dark energy of the Stargrave by a certain chance and evolve into Apostle of Corruption, and that's more powerful than other monsters, and will disappear in, if not killed in five minutes. And, yeah. They have a chance of dropping lump of pure mana. Whatever. Anyway, so, the weapon. Um, so this weapon that can drop there, it's a main hand weapon, and I... I'm hoping, Rez, do you have... Oh, maybe you could pull it up or throw it somewhere for YouTube people who maybe haven't seen it. I don't know. Who knows? Throw it in the video or link to it. Um, throw what? Just that, that image that compares, like, the three weapons. Oh, the one that you linked? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. But basically, its base stats are just way, way higher. Like, a lot higher than Zarka and Offentet. And it's a lot harder to get and has a lot lower enhancement rate. Um, So, sort of this comparison here shows the black star weapon next to a penzarka longsword that has also been kafras enhanced to tier 20 and a pen off and tet that's been kafras enhanced to tier 20 
and it still has five more AP than the Often Tet. And let's see, where's the accuracy on here? And it's still, and it has the same accuracy as uh, Tier 20 Penzarka <laughs> that it has. All species damage 18, which is two less than both Zarka and Often, but then extra AP against monsters 48, which is 33 higher than the other two. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Although it looks like it shows in this little graph on the side that it's attack cast speed plus three, but on the actual weapon, I see percentage. So I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, 3%. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'd have to see the actual item, but there's a chance it's cast speed and attack speed plus 3%, not just the base stat in your battle stat info screen. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. What are your opinions on this, Rose? How do, you, how do you feel about this? You need to use concentrated magical stones. Let me say that real quick. Concentrated magical stones just to get it to plus 15. So all the way from 0 to 15, you have to use concentrated uh, weapon stones. And then after that, there's a new item called Flawless Magical Blackstone that you use to go from pry to pen. And there's like quests involved, and you can obtain the items like grinding there and doing the quests there and knowledge, yada, yada, yada. But um, we saw, I think, on the test lab, some people were showing the enhancement rates are super, super, super low. Yeah, like they make, uh, they make going for pen dandy look like a joke. Yeah, like try. I think the one, the screenshot I saw was try on a hundred stack is like five percent chance. Yeah, which is nutty. which is which is about the same chance you have going for pin on a hundred stack. Uh yeah. So what are what are your thoughts on on? I don't know. This is it good for the game? Bad for the game? You're excited for it? Is it even obtainable <laughs> with those enhancement uh, rates? So I. Um, I don't know. Mixed emotions. So, uh, emotionally speaking, I'm like, man, fuck this shit, dude. Like, just fuck it. Like, I'm finally starting to catch up with, like, the super geared people. Like, I'm 265, but I'm, I'm finally getting up there. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to be able to, like, easily one combo just about anybody that I run into. Uh, And it's like, they introduced this shit. So now it's, like, the super geared people, the super rich people, the people that have, like, always been ahead for a really long time are gonna get even farther ahead. Because there's no way in hell that I'm getting this weapon anytime soon when it comes out. Uh, and some people might consider me geared at 265 AP, so I don't even imagine what those people feel like. Um, but, logically speaking, it just kind of has to happen. I mean, this is just the next step in the game. Like, we've known... It was going to happen for a really long time. Like, we always knew that they're going to have to release something that's better than what we have currently once people start all getting... Like, once people start hitting the literal hard cap, not soft cap, literal hard cap of the game of, like, full pin armor and weapons and, like, you know, they start getting, like, pin accessories. Like, once people start attempting pin accessories, like, you know, like, you're at the end game. So there needs to be, like, new quote-unquote content in terms of gear progression. So we've known it's going to come for a long time now. I mean, anyone with a brain knew that it was going to happen eventually, and it just so happens that they decided to do it now. Um, but I I think it is good for the game. Um, 
because in order to keep those like higher geared players around, you have to give them more objectives to work towards. Because um, otherwise, like all the people that have full pin armor and weapons and full TED accessories, you know, they might just decide to stop playing one day because they're like, well, you know, what am I going to do? Go for pen accessories that have like a hilariously low chance and just explode every time I fail? Like, you know, that that doesn't seem like a meaningful thing to do. So, you know, maybe they'll do alts, maybe they'll get separate sets of gear, or maybe they'll just quit. So, um, I think this will help those super high-geared players stick around more, uh, give them a new objective to work towards. I know Jeffy the Wise is, like, creaming his pants thinking about Black Star. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, a new thing to work towards. You know, Whoa. the dude is, like, crazily objective-based. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because it's going to be people like Kyra like that actually will go out of their way to do these weird quests, right? The, yeah, the exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the part that's kind of cool about it, I think, is that it's not... Well, I mean, it's going to be RNG, I imagine, but it's not a world boss, don't yeah. believe, and you can just go grind it out yourself, and then if you want to work towards getting it up, you can. I'm kind of curious, like, how much silver you can make per hour there while slowly kind of building into your Black Star weapon once you get it. You know? Or if, like, if you're grinding there, you're just solely building the Black Star weapon and really not getting raw silver. Also, we I don't think we really touched on this, uh, or we planned on touching on this, but this grind spot is a solo grind spot. Right, yeah, that's what it... Which, I don't know how I feel about that. Why? Why? Because it's gonna be contested. Or well, just because it's like the cool thing about like Miramok and Gaithen and stuff like that was it was these group spots that not only encourage group play, which you'd want to have in an MMO theoretically, uh, and this is a very single player esque MMO, uh, but it's like the super high end grind spots. You know, at least at the time when they came out, it's like you don't have to be a super geared person to go there. Like, you and your other people that you have that you, you can grind with there, you know, as long as you're doing okay, you can feel like you're you're doing well for yourself, you know? And then all of a sudden, we're back to single-man grind spots. You have to have 260 AP. They're always off on those recommendations, so we can probably assume you need, like, 260 AP with Kudum to <laughs> grind there. Because yeah. they're always wrong about those things. Um, So it's like, we're back to, oh, you want to go grind for that item? You want to go grind in the new area? Well, get 280, 290 AP first, and then you can go check it out. Otherwise, you're just A, going to die, or B, going to waste your time. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess knowing that Ordolita is supposed to be a group grind spot, I'm okay with it. Um, because I still like that there's a lot of good solo grind spot. Right, right now, I mean, who knows? Because of the state of accessories right now, I've just been so lost on where to grind when I'm by myself. It's like yeah. if you're not a history, it just feels like you're wasting your time, kind of thing. And I'm just so bored of grinding history. So it'd be nice. Manchrom's brother, I'm telling you, I'm selling it. Manchrom. <laughs> yeah, no, Manchrom's is fine, but I, I, you know, the thing is, is I really enjoy that feeling of like you get a rare accessory and you're like, ah, oh, heck yeah, instant fifty mil or seventy mil, and Manchrom's is not that anymore. 
Now it's like, what is NARC airing now? 18 mil? Yeah, they're really cheap. Yeah, so... Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of have a new spot that, solo or not, I, th I think it'll be cool. I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the group stuff, but I think, hopefully, if Ordelita's group, then it'll be alright. I guess it, eh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Including the we C. Can look forward to, we can look forward to Ordelita in, uh, 2022. <sighs> yeah, and not to, like, divulge too much into this, but the fact that, like, this new... Stargrave is available. Ordelita was announced, and who knows when it's coming. And the sea areas are have been out for like six months, and we still don't have them. Is upsetting. Yeah, global build, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand why we don't have the sea areas. I yeah. Do you remember back in the day when we didn't have Kama? Everyone was saying the only reason we didn't have it is because our server wasn't geared enough for it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so I just want all these new areas. Stop announcing cool new stuff and not giving it to us for like six months. That's so much time in the video game world. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating, honestly. It's like... It makes you feel very... Like... I don't know. To me personally, it's almost like a slap in the face, honestly, where they like announce this new stuff and then it's like it it's been so long since the sea areas came out that I don't even remember anything about them. Like I'm pretty sure it was two areas, one was like 180 AP recommended and one was 240 AP recommended. But then it's like I don't remember anything about them. I don't even remember if those places were good or not. But like at this point, I was hyped for it. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> like, I couldn't care less about the... If the sea areas dropped this week, I would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I would go there and grind there for, like, an hour, see what I made, probably not as much as I make at Mantrams, and then go back to Mantrams. Like, <laughs> okay, thanks for the zone, guys. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Um... I think it's three areas, and it's 170, either 220 or 240, and then the big one's the 280 spot. The giant crawfish-looking thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah no, I'm with you. It's like, it's hard to be excited now when it's been, like, that long. I, I don't know. And they're, like, just grind spots. Not even, it's not like a new territory and city and stuff. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they should, uh... They should make node wars in like Camisilve and Duvenkroon. Like or Dragon rather. Duvenkroon is the city. Um cuz it's like those areas are cool, man. Those territories are cool. Why don't we have node wars in them? I understand like you you're worried about the population of, you know, the guild to node ratio, I guess you would say, but like dude, fuck it. You can just take away nodes in like the other regions. Yeah, like or... you can take away legitimately half of the Valencia nodes that nobody wants to fucking go to anyway, and just put those in Camasilv and Dragon. Like, why can't we node war in those zones? That's like the coolest part of this game. <laughs> or at least do seasons. Like on in January, you can node war in Cama, Duvencroon, and and Madaya, and then in February you can do Madaya, Calfion, and Valencia. You know, just change it up every month or something. 
side note, I know we, I know we're kind of. Yeah, we're going down a rabbit uh, hole here. Let's do we're it. We're going down Let's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Down. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, from back in the day, back in my old Siege Guild, uh, Fire Nation, he mentioned whenever we first heard about Kama, and it was first announced that there weren't going to be no doors in Kama, and it, everyone was like, dude, why would you not have no doors in this new area? He talked about, uh, or he mentioned an idea that I thought was really cool, and I still think it would be really awesome to this day. Uh, what if, like, Kama, so... Uh, like, what if Saturdays are Siege, right? You you have Territory War or whatever, you Siege War. And then all of the guilds who win on Sunday, they fight in Kama. And then one guild comes on top in Kama and gets, like, Kama basically as their region instead of the region that they owned previously. And it's, like, even more money or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, that would be really cool because, you know, I think this was also... Like either right after or right before they announced the uh, buff as well, the castle buff. So he was talking about like that way the people who own Kama, theoretically, you can assume. I mean, obviously not all the time, but theoretically, you could assume is the strongest skill in the game. Probably going to be grinding at the best grind spots in the game, which at the time was considered Gaifen. So I don't know. It was it was a really interesting concept. Uh, that I still think would be kind of cool to see. Like, you know, like a winner's circle type thing. Where, like, all of the winners, the quote-unquote best guilds, the guilds that win the territories, go and brawl it out, you know? Like a Tri-Wizards tournament. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be alright. It'd be That sounds fun. I'd be down. I don't know, it was just an idea that he had that I thought was pretty interesting. But, I yeah. mean, there's lots, of, there's lots of things you could do. I don't know. Fire Nation. I just want to fight in, like, new areas. I'm so tired of, like, old zones. Yeah. No, I'm 100% with you. Like, a lot of the landscape of Dregan in general would just be so much fun to fight on. Like, over by Necropolis, at Sheer Ruins, Blood Wolf. All that terrain would be really awesome to have big group battles on. It's too, yeah. it's too bad it's not utilized for anything. And it's like, dude, like... <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna slightly shit on Mina here, but, like, Mina places on, like, the same nodes every single week, and I am so tired of fighting on the same, like, four nodes every single week, but it's not even that, like, I've just, I've fought on every single node in this game so many times. Yeah. Like, I've been node-warring almost since Node Wars have been out. Like, I have fallen on every single node just about, like, more times than I could count. It's just boring at this point, like, as far as the terrain goes. Like, fights are still fun, you know, most of the time. Sometimes not so much, but, uh, like, the terrain, like, the terrain, the tactics, the building process, the, like, base locations, the, 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 the routes, like, these things are all, like, locked in stone for node word guilds, and it's just, like, we just go through the motions now. It's like, oh yeah, this node, these are your base locations here, 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 and here. And these are the advantages of this places and the disadvantages of these places and yada, yada. It's like, it's all locked in stone. There's no more of that, like exploring ideas and like figuring out what locations are good and what locations are bad. Cause it's like, it's all like known, you know? Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely right about that. It's for how long the game has been out. Yeah, definitely. 
changing would be nice because at this point for most of us it's really really repetitive yeah i guess what i'm saying is let us know to war on pirate island all right moving on right well <laughs> so the black star weapon are are you gonna actually are you gonna work on this like if we got the area would you work on it or i probably can't grind at the area two si man 260 you're 265 it'll be fine Dude, those things are always liars, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, what they think... I swear to God, this is what PA thinks. Oh, you can kill mobs and not die here at 260? Well, that's what we'll put on the map. They don't take into account, like, efficiency. They don't take into account, like... They don't consider it like the players do. Players min-max the shit out of everything they do, including grind spots. So... My guess is, if they're saying it's, like, 260 AP, I'm assuming they're just talking about, like, Nuver. They're not accounting for Kudum or anything like that, because why would they? They don't even play their own fucking game. So, if they're saying 260, I'm probably gonna say you need at least 270, like, 275, like, Nuver. Which would be what with Kudum? Like, two... How much Kudum is less than Nuver? Uh, 12, if they're both tat. So, like, 265-ish, let's say. 265-ish with Kudum is going to be required to grind there efficiently. I'm just going to call right now. Like, 265 to 270 with Kudum is going to be required to grind there efficiently. Right. So, and I am not that. <laughs> but you're not that far off, either. I'm not that far off, no, but I don't think it'll be worth my time. I think I'll be better off just doing what I've been doing and... Trying to get upgrades to the point where I do have enough AP to go grind there efficiently. You have enough AP to grind there efficiently. Yeah, I just don't have the Kudum right now. I need to get a Kudum. Yeah, but you can probably go there with your AP anyway. Plus you have a Sork who's like the best grinder in the game, so to speak. As far as history is concerned anyway, so. Have you not played Mystic, dude? Is Mystic really good at history? Better than Sork? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Mystic is like king right now. Or queen, sorry. No offense. <laughs> Mystic's so good at history. I mean, Sork's good at history. I I don't. I actually. I don't. I hate. I hate this debate because everyone's so invested and everyone wants their class to be the best at whatever, so they overhype everyone else's class. But um, yeah, Sork is really good grinder. I I think Mystic is. I don't think there's a spot in the game that Mystic is worse than Sork. But I don't. What about Grass Beetles? There might be the exception. Sork's so good. Yeah, there. that's that's what I thought. Sork is going to be pretty good at grass beetles. Yeah. Uh, Sork is fine. Though. I have no problem. I wouldn't change Sork at all. I have no problem. I don't want anyone to think I'm whining about Sork's grind. Sork grind is fine. Um, You just got banned from the Sork Discord again? <laughs> no. No, I would get promoted over there for whining about Sork. No, grind. you said you said you wouldn't change anything. You said they're fine oh, yeah. and you have no complaints. You know, yeah, you're right. I got rebanned. <laughs> I got unbanned and then rebanned a moment later. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> so also in this patch, we got these new crystals, which this is... A, I'm actually way more excited for these crystals than I am for the Black Star weapon. Did you see these new crystal of corrupted energy? I did not until you sent them to me. Yeah, so this crystal uh, can be transfused into crystal slots and sub-weapon only. Um, its base stat is critical damage plus 10%, all AP plus 2, and damage reduction minus 2, which I don't know. I think that might be a error. But 
it also has a two set bonus critical damage plus two percent so if you run two of these you'd have 22 percent crit damage all ap plus four and all damage reduction plus four um and the crystals can be crafted via simple alchemy by mixing the following materials you need transparent black star crystal which you get from the new grind spot magic crystal of infinity and uh critical hit oh yeah magic crystal of infinity crit and then three forest fury which actually is outside of whatever that new item is the transparent black star thing the rest of that's super easy to get so um yeah i'm putting those in my thing the second we get them that's gonna be awesome that's so much extra damage yeah that's quite a bit i also find it really interesting that they're finding yet another way to use an item that like is very like saturated on the market and never touched the forest fury yeah yeah i like i kind of like that they're doing that i mean i guess it makes sense because forest fairies were used like for the purpose of making quote-unquote enhanced crystals in the first place so i guess it just kind of makes sense thematically but they could have done something else i guess but i that's good because there's too many forest fairies just sitting on the market i think i legitimately have like I don't know, like, a hundred of them, maybe, at this point, that just sit in storage, because they don't sell. Right. So. Yeah, I'm excited about these crystals. Um, For me, it kind of ends the debate. So I've always used, I mean, I have kind of a weird setup right now. Maybe I'll change it, but I have a home crystal in my offhand with a crit crystal. So I would just change it to two of those crit crystals and move that home crystal to a different slot. Anyway, I, I kind of like that it's like, I don't know, it's more definitive. I guess if you're going tanky, the Awakened Spirit or Volterra Spirit are still good. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is like, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'll probably play around with it and like run some small tests on my own to see what, if it's like that big of a difference. But I enjoy my Awakened Crystals as a Zerker because the 300 health is really nice. Because as a Zerker, I'm just trying to stack on as much health as possible. Um, but yeah, that crystal is definitely insane. For anybody who's running any sort of damage build, they're going to want those crystals for sure. Yeah. I wonder if it would, if it's better or worse than a back attack crystal for Histria. I know on something like a Sork where your crit rate's so high, it, it probably will. Yeah, because it's critical damage, which is insane. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Mm. Yeah. That's 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 sort of that. That's the new stuff coming. New area. I haven't actually stuff seen coming. it in video or anything. Have you? The new area? No, no, not the new area. I saw, like, whenever the weapon first came out, everyone was posting, like, the pictures and the gifts of the weapons and all that stuff, which they look pretty cool. Yeah, I saw... I actually did see a, a sh really, really short clip of the new area. And, but someone, a player was being attacked by Red Nose because some other player was controlling a Red Nose. Have you, have you seen that weird shit? It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. On 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 the uh, PTR, you can use Red Nose as like a siege weapon now. Yeah, didn't we talk about that last podcast? Did, I, maybe. I think we, I thought we talked about it before. But anyway, yeah, it's weird. So he's get, in this one clip, I was all excited. It's like, ooh, the new area. And it's just a guy running from another person who's a red nose. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Nice. What's happening? Um, anyway, moving on. 
Uh, next thing we got, we'll, we can go through kind of quickly. Um, and I don't know, like maybe my memory is just off. Maybe we already discussed this, but I wanted to briefly touch on stamina because there was a point now, maybe a year ago. Was it a year ago we got those stamina changes? Might have been, right? It was like... Uh, I I actually don't remember, honestly. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, brother. <laughs> so it was a little bit after the CC changes. I can't remember how long after, but it was a little while after that. They went through and kind of redid every class's stamina and made everything cost stamina. Um, For example, Musa Mewa, their dash now uses stamina i don't know if it didn't use stamina at all before or just less but it's definitely a massive difference it can't dash as much um ranger dash used to use just mana now it, the awakening version now it uses stamina their call from sky i think uses stamina they have all sorts of shit that uses stamina including their uh, skills warrior Hello. yeah warrior there's i mean every single class warrior uses a ton of stamina now too right on head chase yeah, Head Chase consumes only stamina. So it went from only consuming WP to only consuming stamina. Which is bad. So my my question is this, because they went through and did this to every single class. Um, Sork as well. Like, I mean, Sork already used stamina on everything, but now they just don't recover stamina in anything like they used to. And then... uh. I mean, we still, like, Violation uses stamina and, and stuff like that. Uh, so kind of my, my thinking on this, and I have, I still kind of take issue with this change, m more so than the CC changes, because I don't fully understand what they, what purpose they serve. Like, if everybody is free to move quickly and often, and everyone kind of feels fast, and like they have full control of their character, why limit everybody's stamina so much? And it like I don't know, it just kind of has always bugged me. And I'm I'm kind of curious if other people feel the same. Like I don't even play ranger, but it bothers me that rangers have so many stamina issues. And like ninja and kuno. Uh, well, I can't speak for Ninja, but but Kuno stamina—it's kind of weird because they're they're awake, they're pre-awake and block, which actually like really good Kunos used to use quite a bit. Consumes stamina, which just makes no sense to me. Now, I mean, it always consumed stamina, but it didn't matter before. But because you had so much stamina, nothing really used stamina very often. Now you run out of stamina, so you can't even block. It's kind of odd in pre-awakening. I guess you can S block, but. I don't know, so stuff like that. Like, why why did we get the stamina changes, Reslar? And do you like them? Also, um, does it affect Zerker at all? I I actually have no idea. Um, <laughs> the, the, the strange thing about me and my time on Zerker... So, there was a gap for me on Zerker. I played Zerker in pre-Awakening days, uh, pre-Madaya days. Um, then I didn't play Zerker for a very, very, very long time. I started playing Zerker again after the CC and stamina changes. So I actually can't say, uh, too much about the, uh, stamina stuff as far as that goes, or the CC stuff as far as that goes. Uh, I can only talk about my experiences now. Uh, which is that stamina is not that big of a problem for Zerker, but it is something that you kind of have to pay attention to. 
You can't just be all willy-nilly with it. Um, I can speak about, at the time the changes were happening, I was just re-rolled off of uh, Warrior, and I was playing Wizard. Which Wizard still doesn't give a single fuck about stamina. Right. Like, why would you? Yeah. Uh, the only time stamina affects you is when you blue ball and then run across the entire map in half a second. Um, and then Warrior, though, was a big one. Because Warrior went from using WP on Head Chase, their dash ability, to uh, stamina. Which is the complete, like, it's a reversal, basically, of what it was. It used to be, you have to make sure your WP is always up. What is stamina? Like, legitimately, what is stamina? That's what warriors would say. <laughs> like, there was nothing that used stamina. Um, and then now it's, like, kind of the reverse. It's like, you always have to pay attention to your stamina. Like, what is WP? Now you just drink a WP pot once every, like, ten seconds. Because nothing uses WP except for your abilities. And you spend a lot of time blocking, which generates WP. So it's, like, doesn't... It, like, flipped, basically. But uh, that's one of the things that made Warrior a lot worse, honestly. Um, it kind of limited their mobility a little bit, I think. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, would, I don't think I would have minded it if it was a little bit... Uh, like, maybe if they gave it the Musa Maywa thing, where it takes from both. It takes a little bit from both instead of a lot from one. I maybe wouldn't have minded it as much. So that way, Warriors have to pay attention to their stamina. They can't just, like dash around like crazy 24-7 as long as they have pots and are blocking. Right. But to make it just stamina to where now you dash like, I don't, I don't, arbitrary number like 10 times and you're out of stamina so you have to stop. Like, eh, it's so not good in comparison to what Warrior was before. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of how I think everyone feels about the stamina changes. Like, the only exception I could see... So, I think every single class, like me as a Sork, or someone as a Tamer, someone as a Musa, would be happy to see every other class get their stamina back if it meant they could have theirs. Um, the only exception I could see is maybe Sork, just because their stamina results in iframes, but the Musa May one's super armor. and I, I, I don't know, it just is odd to me. Like, it's a weird thing that, like, you felt the mobility felt so good in the game and freeing no matter what class you played, and now it doesn't. And I, I just don't understand why. Kind of wish it would get well, I think back, that, you. Well, know? I, I think that that was part of the CC change mentality, right? The reason they went and changed all the CCs is because they no longer wanted people just slinging abilities around nilly-willy. They wanted you to actually have to think about what you were using when you were using it, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I think it's in the same vein of thinking. They were like, we don't want people able to just move around like crazy 24-7, like never stopping. We want, we want people to have to decide when they want to move. Like I think that's kind of the mentality that they had when they did it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, at the very least, if you're not going to revert it, go through and retouch it to where it makes sense on some classes. Like, so I hear rangers always complain about their protection, they don't have enough protection, and they complain about their stamina. So, since that's true, and like, I actually am fine, <laughs> rangers don't hate me, but I'm fine with you guys not having protection. It, it kind of follows a similar theme to other games, where if you are a 
truly ranged class, which a lot of your pre-awakened skills are ranged, and you have ranged CC. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have protection because you can kite. Like, that's sort of your thing, right? Like, you just stay out of harm's way. But because of the stamina changes, like, a lot of rangers can't properly kite. And I'm not saying completely reverse it, but at least tune it to some point where it makes a little bit more sense and rangers can actually kite. You know, that that's my only thing with it. Like what they did to Archer, how they went through and kind of retouched it after the initial release. They kind of made it more viable with its stamina. They need to, I think they need yeah. to do that with some of the other classes as well. I know it like DK complains about theirs, Valkyrie, Valkyrie like complains a ton about theirs, Warriors. So, I mean, if you have every class isn't having a good time because of it, like just go back and adjust it a little bit. Zerkers are doing pretty okay. Yeah, Zerkers are doing right. Dude. Zerkers, they're always on top. Yeah. Yeah, Zerkers, uh, in terms of stamina, Zerkers are pretty, like, it doesn't matter that much. Because the great thing about Zerker is when you're out of stamina, you can just heal. And you now, just wait for stamina to come wasn't back. that, um, what's that skill where you kind of hop? to the side like quickly the little like side dash shake off. shake off so did that used to be an iframe or uh protected or is it protected now or what's the deal with that skill it's super armor off cooldown, off cooldown. and it has a five second cooldown so that one i think if i remember correctly because i was talking to some zerker at the time when the changes first came in and they were complaining about how much stamina that used so i think that that used to use less and I, I don't I don't really know for sure, but I don't see Zerkers use it much anymore. I used to see him use it all the time. Oh no, you still do. You just don't notice. Oh, is there like a cancel or something? Or is it just when they're not really yeah, so near people? Zerkers Zerkers use it a lot in Awakening. Uh people just don't realize because it's not a side thing anymore. You just go forward. Oh, uh, okay. Uh you can you can essentially cancel the ability. You can like it's not cancel. You're canceling another ability with shake off, but you can do it going forward. So Zerkers like hop forward a lot of times in their awakening, and that is shake off. It's just using it in awakening and using it to go forward instead of sideways. Got it. Um. But yeah, it it is still a very key ability, and uh, yeah, it does consume quite a bit of stamina. But the good thing about Zerker is that uh, you have other avenues. Inter like, Zerker mobility is really good, especially in 1v1s. Um, I mean, Lava Piercer is really strong whenever you don't get knocked out of it. Uh, you have, I mean, as much as I meme on Predatory Hunt, you actually can use Predatory Hunt to regain stamina. That's the funny thing about right, it. Like, using it kind um, of away from people instead of towards them kind of thing. Well, just using it, because whenever you use Predatory Hunt, people usually go, what the fuck is this guy doing? And they kind of back up while you're doing it. Um, and so, but while you're using Predatory Hunt, I'm like 99% sure this is true. I, I'm not, I'm actually doubting myself for a second here, but I'm pretty sure this is correct. Predatory Hunt consumes WP, not stamina, and you regain stamina while doing it. Right. Similar to Lava Piercer. Lava Piercer takes WP, not stamina. You regain stamina while Lava Piercing. So, you have a lot of avenues as a Zerker to do things that will move you 
and or make opponents go what the fuck and back up uh and regain stamina while you're doing those things healing is the same thing like you gain stamina back while you're using your heals so if you ever run out of stamina and you're just in this panic spree because you can't hop or whatever right. which i don't i don't know why that would be such a detriment but maybe it is you can just heal and then you know if it's against not a grab class then there's nothing they can really do about it unless they have enough ap to just burst you down through your healing and you could just regain stamina so Zerger, in terms of stamina, it's, like, a very much a non-issue. Got it. Okay. Yeah, and then on... <laughs> I don't know, on, on Sork, it's... Uh... I, I miss, um... Recovering stamina in night. <laughs> God, I miss it so much. Uh, I mean, I could live without it, but the other classes, I, I think, need a little bit of help. Um... Moving on. Speaking of other classes, kind of last. This this is one of those throwaway things because we we didn't have a whole whole lot to talk about. I think we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff coming up with uh, Black Spirit League in the future, and then uh, some upcoming changes. And we'll see if we get any of the new areas soon. I know there's a lot of people thinking we're gonna get the sea areas pretty soon. Um. So I wanted to ask you. This is more of a an opinion and feel thing. If you could switch. So one of the things, like, we all kind of started with different classes early on. So for me, I started out, Sork is kind of the first thing I played to max level. Back when, like, it was hard to get 60. And then when it kind of got moved and easier to get 62, Sork's what I got 62. It was my first to 61, first to 62, yada, 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 yada. Um... But if I could go back and play a different class, like if you could go back and play any other class, like um, instead of the Zerker, like start in the beginning, get super comfortable and good at a particular class, have all the skill points, gear for it, whatever it may be, w which class would you play? Out. So you're saying like if I restarted like my journey in BDO and I could play another class instead of right, what and I you did could be play, as good be? as your you are on your Zerker, but on that class instead, what would it be? Uh, like knowing what I know now and how the classes are yeah. now. Yeah, knowing everything you know today. Mm, wizard. What? Why? Yeah. Uh, Wizard is, to me, like, the second most enjoyable class in the game, honestly. Uh, Zerker, obviously, number one. Wizard comes in in a close second, followed very closely by Musa. Um, and I always think back to, I really think I'm a caster at heart, because I always admire, like, the wizard classes in, like, MMOs and RPGs and stuff like that, but I never play them. And I don't know why that is, but I always, like, I always, when I'm looking at the character selection and it's, like, you have, like, a knight, a berserker, a ranger, a wizard, and a healer. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck healing, because I'm not gay. Whoa. Uh, wizard seems kind of dope, but I want to play berserker, or I want to play knight. And then I'll go with one of those. And then I'll go through the entire game as, like, a knight or a berserker. And then I'll get to late game, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Should have played Wizard. 
Like it happens in like it happens in like literally every game that I play, uh where I end up thinking like, yeah, wizard seems cool, but this class seems cooler. And then I play this class and I sink a lot of time into this class and then at the end of the game I'm like, ah, well, should have played wizard, but whatever. Like, this is another game where, like, I don't necessarily regret not playing Wizard, because I have spent a little bit of time maining Wizard. Like, not a lot, in terms of my overall BDO career, but a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think Wizard would probably be it. Right. Um. I also think back a lot, side note, I always think back to what my gear would be like if I didn't constantly reroll. Oh my god, me too. I think about that all the time. Like, re-roll, pre-re-roll coupons, you know, where, like, you would sell your gear and then buy new stuff. <laughs> Dude, I know, I, I have lost, like, billions of silver re-rolling before coupons existed. Yeah. It's insane. I know, I wish to. And to be able to focus on one class and the PvP at just the one class. Like, uh, yeah. So, for me, my class would probably be Tamer. I wish that I was, like, as comfortable and good at Tamer as I am on Sork and had the same skill points and gear and all that and I was kind of the whole time. And I know Tamer's gone through some really, really rough times. But I actually think Tamer's in a pretty cool spot right now and I, I just can't be bothered to try to relearn the intricacies of a new class and switch over completely and get skill points and get EXP and all that, you know? But... I just yeah. think, like, man, whenever I see a good tamer come in and just wreck people, I I feel jealous. I don't know why. And it's a hard class, too, so you get a little bit of prestige for, like, being good at tamer, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. People are like, oh, dang. Like, tamer, like, no one's ever scared of tamers, but then that one tamer that is really good, like someone like Orange Tic Tac, everyone's like, oh, yeah, don't fuck with that guy. He's gonna wreck you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Frosty on his Mystic, every time he kills somebody, oh, fucking Mystic, gear carry, class, yeah. fucking noob ass piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, I can't <laughs> escape it. I can't escape it no matter what class I play. That's the that's the reaction I get. Uh, stop playing OP classes, uh, then. Dude, Sork was underpowered for so long. We deserve to be OP. When are you going to make a Trial Zerker? That's my only question. Um... Uh... I'm actually a little bit nervous about making a trial circuit. Why? Because you're scared I'm going to be right, and you're going to be like, wow, I understand right what, what? Rizzler's been talking about all these years. Right about what? That Zerker's not as OP as you think oh, it is? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried that I'm going to like it a lot if I actually sat and practiced it and learned it a little bit, and that I'm going to want to play it. I don't think you will. I think I will. Because here's the thing. It's like, I think the character model is ugly, so I don't like looking at it. But when, before I came back to the game, because I played for a little while or whatever, before the Awakenings, but not much. Like, I, not much at all. Like, for a couple weeks, and that was it. But leading up to the all the Awakenings coming out, and right after Dark Knight came out, the most videos I watched were of Zerker Awakening, because I thought it was so cool that it had the cannon. And I just, I know, I think if I play it, I can't level one with just the axes. It'll kill me. I'll kill myself. But the cannon looks so badass. 
Yeah. Dude, watching like Gravelholic or Oakley or I Am Choice in Black Rose during Siege do the cannon, like Cuba spam in groups just looks so cool, too. Ugh, it just looks so satisfying. Um, but I don't disagree that yeah, Zerker's, man, Zerker's a fun class. I don't disagree that Zerker's hard. Uh, it's definitely really good though. I, I mean, that is only being reinforced constantly by the people in my guild. It's like absurd. Actually, we're like we just got two new Zerkers too. We have like ten Zerkers that just cube up entire squads down now. I think we do. We have we have well, ten you know, Zerkers that are like two seventy AP plus. You know, Goon Squad consists of like six or seven zerkers now right oh god you guys got some new zerker yeah uh we're i think gun squad can hold on let me double check i want to make sure i'm not lying to you here this is a totally different thing that we're talking about but uh so it has uh one two three four uh five i think five zerkers i'm counting off the top of my head i think yeah. maybe Five Zerkers, uh, I think four Strikers, and one Archer. For the people who have no fucking clue what Goon Squad means, what what is Goon Squad? Uh, Goon Squad is a party in Hex that basically we just kind of do our, our own they, thing. They ignore shot calls, basically. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, we have We have Discord on in the background so that we can hear what the shot callers are saying. And then we just do whatever we want. So it's pretty nice. It's pretty enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bunch of uh, it's a bunch of apes, literal apes, uh, strikers and zerkers. And it's always really funny after we have a war where we performed really well. Whenever people message, like uh, like one guild messaged Furl a couple of node wars back. And was like, dude, why do you have your apes just on their own being crazy or whatever? Because, like, we were attacking their fort, like, just the five of us at the time. It was only five of us, and we were, like, single-handedly destroying their fort. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, with the full, so with the full group now. On, like, 60-plus, you guys are 10, huh? 10 Goon Squad? Yeah, 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 we're 10 people. Yeah. Um, Although, probably the only day we're going to be actually, like at 10 people is uh, Saturdays when we try to go to Siege at some point in the future, but uh, right. yeah, because people can't make certain days or whatever. You know how it yep. is. Excuses. Excuses, <laughs> dude. Excuses. Um, But yeah, so we have uh, we have two Zerkers that are 270-something AP now. Nice. And you know, uh, Xavius just hit 269. Yeah. I know, dude. I'll see him at the Black Rose tryout. I'm I'm falling behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um cool. I don't I don't really have anything anything else here. No, I I think that does it for our list of topics. Yep. So like I mean we knew this was gonna be kind of a, a shorter podcast. Uh we didn't really have a lot to talk about, so I guess we'll end it here. You got anything to, to yeah. close with the, the people? Um, so I'm probably going to put up a Reddit post uh, at some point this week to talk about the show. I'll try to interact with people beforehand so I, you know, so it's kosher. But um, since we're not on Reddit as much, it's it's harder, a little bit harder for us to expand out and find new people. So if you enjoy the show, if you thoroughly enjoy the show, share it with people. Share it with people in your Discord. Share it with people in your guild. Um, talk to friends about it, get people listening so we can um, get 
you know, more more listens, more views, so we can bring on guests that actually will want to come on and be kind of high profile and talk about their experience with the game because we want to get really good players from all walks of life in here and talking about the game. It would be nice to get some really good guild leaders and like siege guilds to get their experiences and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we kind of need your guys' support to kind of grow a little bit from where we are right now. We have an official like podcast feed that you guys can use. We have it's on YouTube, it's on Castbox, it's on SoundCloud. So there's a bunch of different ways everyone can get it and listen. So we just need uh you guys to spread the word. Word of mouth will help a lot. Uh that yeah, I think that's about it. Yep. And also uh join the Discord. Yes. We have a uh we have a community Discord now. Uh probably starting next week. Uh, maybe the week after. I'm not sure. I I have an amount of people I'd like to join the Discord before I try and do something, but uh, here soon, hopefully, I would like to have a, a community night where, like, we try to get as many people into the Discord as we can, and we basically just argue over whatever we feel like arguing about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as long as it stays civil. Again, that's the important part. As so, long as there's uh, unrest, I'm in. <laughs> Join the uh, join the Discord so you can be a part of that whenever that comes. Uh, also, it's the easiest way to get updates on like the show. If I have any delays or if something happens where something's not going to get posted uh, on time, I'll be posting it in the Discord, and there's no other place where you're going to get to know like what the hell is going on, uh, unless you just you know me and you ask me personally, and I feel the need to tell you, but probably not. Uh, so join the Discord to get updates on the show, join the Discord to be a part of the community, and, uh, try and help us, uh, uh grow a little community for ourselves, Our, ourselves a little slice of the BDO community where we can all, uh, get some good discussion going, because that's the most important thing, uh, to me, in my honest opinion. I like discussing things with people, and that's kind of why I started, I, I wanted to start the Discord in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, also, keep the questions coming on YouTube in the comments. We answer those. If there is a Reddit post, you can ask there. Uh, also, on Discord. I don't know. Should we have a dedicated text channel question? Specific? Um, I just Probably I just, not right okay. now. I just don't want to get overwhelmed with too many people, but we could have a rule of, like, can only ask one question you know if you can ask a question like yeah i i just don't know if there's a need for that if people and if the discord gets really popular and people really want something like that then we can do something like that uh right now we have three channels three text channels just general then we have one uh discussion where you know that's preferably where we would keep most of the arguing preferred uh and then topic suggestions so if you have any ideas for something that uh, you would like us to talk about, then we'll uh, post it in here, and we'll see what we can do. Maybe we'll get to it. I know, uh, I don't know if his name is Jin or Gen. I think it's Gen. It's probably Gen. He posted a really good idea about uh, Siege history, uh, basically talking about the game, what led up to it being how it is now. Uh, we didn't talk, we didn't tackle that today, obviously, but that is a really good idea, and we'll probably do that at some point in the future. So. Uh, make sure you guys join the Discord and, and take advantage of all those avenues that uh, are available to you. But anyway, guys, that's going to be it for this podcast. Make sure you do all the usual stuff. You subscribe on whatever thing you're listening to, YouTube, CastBox, SoundCloud, whatever app you're using. 
Uh, make sure you leave a like. Make sure you uh, share it with other people that you think might be interested. I think there's a lot of people that enjoy podcasts, uh, BDO podcasts anyway, that don't know that they enjoy podcasts. Because it's really easy to listen to while you're grinding and doing other things. So make sure you share it with your friends. And um, we appreciate you hanging out with us and just talking with us. Apologies again for the shorter episode, but hopefully next week we'll have some more stuff to talk about. And uh, we'll see you guys then. Bye.